Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Super Mama Sisterhood. sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. I'm... We get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Risa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted. And he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's really nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. ¿Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hola, Super mamas. This is Paulina. And this week on the show, we have Rachel Gomez, founder of Viva La Bonita. She is going to share her story on her journey on motherhood and how she's balancing her company and work and everything in between by herself right now, still with the baby. We are sharing the latest news on her weekend and <laughs> some news on my end that I'm trying to deal with. So we hope you guys enjoy the show. Super mamas. Hello, sisters. Super mamas, super mamacitas who don't mama have children. Misters. What about how Tita was just in Vegas this weekend? I know, I was so jealous. <laughs> We're living by talk about like Talk about like super mamacitas, like non mom listeners right now. Like, <laughs> Tita's like, I'm going to go to Vegas and like her and her six friends, you know, she's like turning 25, you know, going to the club, like Waking no fucks late. given. Like, you know? Not have to worry about anything, just get Nothing. up and go. I know, man. Dancing next to sick tables, getting guys buying them drinks. I will tell you, though, three years ago, I was pregnant. I was like at this same same situation as right now. Mm -hmm. And I was in Vegas with my friends bar hopping. <laughs> Please don't judge. It was my friend's uh, wedding. Who cares? There's no judgment in this podcast. I was not drinking. You go, girl. If you girls are out there in Vegas... <laughs> Backing it up, or you didn't woo, even back woo, it up. Now I it, did. Is it still twerking? I don't know. What are people what, turn, getting turned? Get down. Getting, getting down. I don't think people say getting <laughs> That's down. Like in the seventies, I think people say like getting turned. Isn't that like a few years ago though? No, that was when Tita was at college. We would say turn. No, whatever. I mean, I I, it doesn't know. matter. You know what I'm talking about? Getting down, <laughs> getting low in the ground. Popping low, it like get it's low, hot. Get low. You know what's funny? I, like, I have a soundtrack of like back in high school, and I put it sometimes in the morning, and I'm like just dancing like with the mirror. Tuesday. Getting low. Get get low. Get low. Get low. <laughs> From the window to the yeah, wall. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, how was your weekend? Oh my God, it was great. We spent. I we I spent my whole weekend at the Gelagetsa USA. This, um, not the restaurant. Not the restaurant, the actual Gelaguetza. We have Gelaguetza. a Gelaguetza celebration here every year and it had been a long time and we, we went back this year, um, with the restaurant 
and we had a booth with arts and crafts with kids activities everybody was like <laughs> why are you guys not selling food and we're like because we're thinking about the children <laughs> and i was just thinking how like different our mindset is now <laughs> to before we were like oh my god yeah like the restaurant what are we going to sell let's bring food now we're like no we should not sell anything we should just do something for the, for the kids, kids. Which, which is great which is amazing because i'm i'm telling people and everyone was like what a great idea i'm like yeah because nobody thinks about children yeah. i have a thing where like i don't like to go to events even yeah. though i produce events it's like a little secret of mine because it's like too much it's so much me. it's been so long too. and for me i'm like well, what it's like how can i make it easier for people that are going like me mm-hmm. or maybe that are not like me but just make it easier on them. Yeah. Like have an area where they can just chill, relax. Yeah, we so, had a, we had AC. So we had a, we had like <laughs> like yeah, and and some people would like leave their kids and like leave for real. They thought it was like, a daycare. And they I was were like, like Are "Please you come guys? back for your children." And I had my own kids there on Saturday the whole day. They were troopers. I was so proud of them, and you know, um, your daughters fight a lot. Oh my oh god. My god. I was looking I was just observing. I don't get involved because they're not my ch- children. I just observe from afar. Savina is hilarious. Savina is crazy. Did you know that she came up to that Krisa was coloring? Like mining her and Savina came behind her and put her her hands around her, her neck. And I don't know what she told her to her ear. And Krisa was like, ah Savina, no. So I was like, I wonder what she told her. Like you will never be safe. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes, I mean, it's wild. And then the other time, and then like another instant that I saw from afar, they were sitting down and Sabina kept poking her, right? Yeah. So kept poking Grisa and Grisa was like, stop, Sabina, stop it. You're in my space. Stop hitting me. Stop it. And Sabina would push like, Sabina, who is, Sabina is like three years old, almost. Almost three. And Chris is almost six. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Sabina's like, I am not hitting you, okay? <laughs> I am not hitting you, okay? <laughs> Get poking at her. And I was oh like, my oh Story of my life. My <laughs> God, I was like, this is like too funny. Like I, yeah. I thought it was just funny because I'm not their mom. So oh to God. me, I was just like, I actually had so to put hilarious. them on timeout twice during the event. Not. Because at one time, like, they were just fighting and they kept pushing me and I almost fall. And I was really upset. And then I put them on timeout. They were crying. and Like, there were two times where, like, I just had to put them on timeout. And, but, they, you know, they were there, like, from, like, 11 in the morning until, like, 8 p.m. Yeah. So, we were there all day. And then Krista, at the end, she was helping us do the hats. And I was like, I mean, at least they know. You know, they they know what it's like. Yeah, at least they're not like, I want to go home. Yeah, my no. my kid is all about. I want to go home right now. <laughs> well, like that. My kid is like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yes, pretty much like his dad. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> I my kid. I, I everything is. I want <laughs> Friday night. I want to go to the park. I want to go to the park. Oh right, yeah, let's go to the park. Cool, we got the park. I don't want to. I don't like the park. <laughs> I don't like it. The park. I don't like it. I want to go watch a movie. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, so the movies. I don't like it, the movie. I don't like it. I don't like it, mommy. Oh, my God. That's like what he's at right now. Mm-hmm. To like, I want this. No, I don't like it. I don't want it. No. Oh, my God. 
But I mean, I I really like Gui because the Saturday was the kids get like it, and it was so cute. All the kids and I was telling Krista how you and I used to dance that, and like we never talk about that, right? We used to dance all the like it, and that was our highlight of the summer. Like that was our like biggest performance of the year. You know, I now that you're mentioning it, I don't. I I, it's like a period of my life I was so happy. Like I genuinely love dancing and i yeah. met two girls who were there they were sophomores in high school and they were telling me they were dancing pinotepa and piña mm-hmm. so for all you oaxaqueños listening you guys know those are big dances <laughs> and i was like what you're dancing both of those i was like dang girls you guys are fly like that's that's senior what color status is your skirt? i asked them <laughs> red and then i was like i was like you know back in the day when i used to dance people used to fight for colors does yeah. that happen still she's like oh yeah people still fight for the yeah, colors we used of the to fight for color of the skirt and like, red it was they're red they're red Skirt was red like skirt, yeah, then was purple, like, then purple and orange. It was like the, oh, the really? colors. Like I just remember know. red. Everybody wanted their red skirt. And then uh Fernando used to dance too, and we used to travel to go to Fresno, San Jose. Yeah, we used like to go on the yeah. We used to go take a bus and just go perform, and it was really fun. You know, I, I felt like failure because I was like, Krista, when are you gonna dance? Never, no. Wait, what about like, the little wow. girl who went up there? It was like straight up like. One, welcome to the Galaguetza. I'm representing my st- my uh, my community of Yalala, Oaxaca. And then she goes, Bienvenidos a la Galaguetza. And then she busts down Zapoteco. Uh. And I was like, <laughs> I am a failure of a mother. I have For failed real. my child. I have failed my family. My community. <laughs> I have failed my community. What is wrong with me? Yeah, my child barely speaks Spanish. <laughs> this kid's up there reciting in Zapoteco in Spanish and English. I know, I know. <laughs> but it was great to reconnect and just go back. And it was great for the kids to see that. And I was really happy. And then yesterday, I went there the whole day. And at night, my husband went to pick me up. And then they had a baile. And I was dancing with my husband over there, some cumbias. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I kind of missed it. You know, I was like, you know, just thinking about when we used to be young and we used to do that. And then when we were done, we Look, go to the I'm booth and young. work. I'm still young, all right? I mean, younger. When we were kids, you mean? We were kids. Yeah, we were like, I was like 19. You were like 16. And we used to like perform. And we actually went to perform in Oaxaca at the mm-hmm. Galaguetza, which was like... I retired like a after day, that. Like a really big deal. I retired after that. that. I mean, how how like, mark yeah. can you do? Yeah, that's when I hung my dancing shoes. I was like, well, I mean, I have achieved my dream. Yeah, we went to the Galaguetza. We performed it. in Oaxaca, and th- that was the last time we performed. Galaguetza, two thousand and two. Yeah, and then I, you know, right as much as like my kids are like driving me kind of crazy these these days, so I'm kind of looking forward to the fact that they're actually going to Oaxaca. <gasps> We yeah. have not said that, and we haven't mm-hmm. shared this. You're 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 shipping your kids away for two weeks, for ten days. Ten days. It, it started like a like a twenty day, and now it started shrinking slowly to ten days. Uh, so they're leaving on Wednesday with mom, and they're gonna be there for ten whole days. What are you gonna do with yourself for? 10 I don't days know without don't your know. children, <laughs> because seriously, my life revolves around my kids. You know, everything that I do revolves around them and their schedule, and I don't know. I really have no idea what I'm going to do for 10 days at home without the kids. I do want to spend time with my husband, you know. Um, yesterday we were driving and he was like, oh my God, the kids are, like, he's like crying in every corner because his kids are leaving. So I was like, I was like, don't you want to spend time with me alone? And he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks. My husband Thank and I go on a vacation. The oh two yeah, of you us. are too, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. I'm taking, but, some, but you, like, I'm taking Samara's, I'm taking Samara's advice. advice? 
We already did one weekend this year, and now we're doing a week. Yeah, we're that's min- a trip that's like minimum. I'm like anything we do after this, <laughs> I'm done with my minimum by like the middle of the year. That means anything extra comes extra. Oh, like you've theater. done two by yourself. With them. I've done two weekends by ourselves, mm-hmm. like just us, and then we're doing one week by ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't done that this week. Now that I you think need about to, it. yeah, no, we we are we're still we're planning, but yeah, so. I don't know. I'm. I am. I have mixed feelings about it, but I. Have, I want to miss them. I'm at the point where I just really need to miss them, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, but you've never stayed home by yourself. No, 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 no. I haven't. No, no, without my kid. Yeah, that's that's weird. Like that. that right. That, 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 that's that. That the idea freaks me out. But I know. I'd rather like leave. <laughs> I know. I'd rather like leave and leave them in my house. Like you know, like mom's mom's staying with the baby for a week. They stayed with the baby yeah. last year when, yeah. when me and my husband took our trip. So that's gonna be weird. Yeah. We'll see. We have a lot of home projects that we're probably not going to do. But <laughs> why are you keeping yourself work? No, 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 not me work. But like, oh, you know, once they're gone, like we should wash the carpet because they're not going to be here or, you know, <laughs> things like that. And I was like, we're probably not going to do it. Mom's you like, you mom. should sleep all day. And I was like, I'm going to try. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll tell you guys. How it I goes. wonder what that's going to be like. I cannot wait to listen. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the show this week. <laughs> No, this week. <laughs> show, I'm you. We have a sorry, show this sorry, week. Yeah. So Podcast this is called Super Mama. <laughs> we have, um, oh my God, it was so much fun, right? This is Rachel one of my favorite Gomez. ones. Oh my God. Rachel Gomez from Viva La Bonita. This girl is so hilarious. It's one of those girls that we meet and we're like, dude, have we been friends before? And like, you know, like I know you. Like, Yeah, it was like that sisterhood. Right? Like, yeah. like we've been friends for a long time. And then more when you start talking about kids and like, what is mm-hmm. it like to be a mom? And like, you know, like she is like, she's such a hustler. Like she just like straight up was telling us how her baby was born and she didn't stop working and she was working at night. And I'm, I'm here thinking like, I don't want to be bothered for like a few weeks when I have my baby. And she was like, no, that's when I would just work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, maybe I should just work when the baby's sleeping. I don't know. You know, but it was like really fun. Um, Rachel? I think it's just whatever, whoever has that drive. I mean, people have just have that, you know? Yeah. People just have that, like, it's just, I don't know, She ha- whatever it is, that girl has it. That girl has it, and I think she's going to do amazing. She is already, like, you know, kicking ass with her brand, Viva La Bonita. You guys should really check out her brand and her story. And I know you guys will really, really, really enjoy this episode and, you know, another motivational story, everything that she does. And uh, some of you that are, like, thinking about taking that next step, she helps us put things into perspective. So... Enjoy the episode with Rachel Gomez from Viva La Bonita. Welcome, Rachel. Hello. Before we get started, I have something to ask you. (laughs) Yes. How do you have a nine-month-old? Ten-month. How do you have a ten-month-old and keep those nails fierce? For real. Girl. (laughs) I'm only like two months back in the nail game. (laughs) It took me two years to get back into the nail game. How are you back in the nail game? You got to concentrate, stay focused. <laughs> are those, those are, those are acrylics, right? They're acrylics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've always had but, acrylics but look though. How, but look how long your nails are yeah. underneath. I can tell. Yeah. I've always Girl, had yeah, acrylics. Those nails are fierce. Thank you. Yeah. Since I was like, oh my gosh, 13? 
Really? Yeah, my aunt and my mom were always all about like the nail game, and they started me early. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, but when I was pregnant, I didn't have my nails done because I was scared to go to the nail salons because uh-huh. they tell you, oh, like you can't be around all the nail polish. <laughs> yeah. So I was out of the game for like a year. Out of the yeah. <laughs> out of the nail game. Yeah, and then I just yeah I started getting used to them. It's funny because my son will look at my fingers, and he's just like he like looks at it like a toy. He plays, tries to put it in his mouth. It's funny. Oh my god. Yeah. They look good though. Thank you. I've never had those kind of nails, the pointy ones. The pointy? Oh it's because. That's what I'm trying to do right now, but look at that. Look yeah. up, baby. <laughs> It's because I have like short, chubby fingers. Hey, so they, Yeah. So they always tell me like the almond shapes look better than. Oh, yeah. Good tip. Mm-hmm. Good tip for me. Oh, a good tip. Yeah. Look at this. There you chunky. Go. You are an inspiration nose. to all <laughs> moms out there. Those are. You can do it, ladies. You Wait, can do it. But you're also so young. What? I turned 30 this year. Oh, well, congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> um, you are Rachel Gomez is the founder of Viva La Bonita. You were born and raised in Pacoima, right? Yes. First time mom. And oh my gosh, you have your own business. You have your son. You have your family. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's fun. How how did this come about? How did Viva La Bonita come about? Um, I started the brand. Viva La Bonita was born like three years ago. Oh. Um, originally, it started off as an idea to be a styling company. Mm-hmm. So it was under a different name. It was under Culture LA. So I've always been around like the Los Angeles lifestyle. And I just, I loved it. So Like the Cortezes? Do you like your Cortezes? I love Cortezes. Yes. I have like 10 pairs. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, anytime there's a new color that comes out, I'm like, oh. I got to add to my collection. <laughs> but I've always been, you know, around it. Um, so I had this idea. And it was actually Culture LA was the name of my entrance project for FITM. Um, So I thought that that was going to be my company name. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a stylist. Um, but then I felt like there was a need um, for a Latina, a cool Latina brand. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all identify differently. We all have different lifestyles. Mm. So I wanted to have a brand that just represented how cool the Latina culture is and where we come from. So that's when Bonita was born. Um, Bonita to me is beautiful. You know, I feel like women are the most beautiful when they're doing what they love and when they're in a moment of just like genuine happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted women, I wanted, you know, I started the brand almost for myself in the beginning where I was like, I need something to get me out of my funk. Like, where am I going to release my creativity? Where am I going to feel like happy? And I felt happiest when I was doing my Bonita brand. And then I started to meet people like through the brand and they were like, girl, your brand like makes me feel so confident. Like it empowers us just with a simple word, like. Bonita is just a, such a powerful word. And growing up, I would see, you know, my grandma going through tough times and even like seeing my mom. And I would notice that they would change by doing the simplest little things because mm-hmm. they were doing something they loved, whether it was cooking for us, you know, or mm-hmm. spending time with us. Sometimes even like doing the laundry, like their whole attitude just changed because they were genuinely happy in that moment. Yeah. So I felt like. We all identify different. We all look f- for different forms of happiness. But in that moment, you are the most beautiful. 
that's right. That's so that's true. how I wanted my brand to represent women. Like we're all beautiful. We 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 do different things and we're happy and that's it. We're dominating life. <laughs> do, you, do you feel that you're there right now in that space? I mean, you're fierce. Oh, number thanks. one, you're very bonita. <laughs> but do you, do, do you think that comes from like just you loving what you do today? Absolutely. I think that that finally is leaking into the brand. Mm-hmm. So everything that I do now, I do it with confidence and I, and I do it for like my bonitas you know i don't like to refer to them as customers because i feel like my customers are my family like that's how you treat them yeah so i i I, i'm finally identified who i am as a woman um so anything that we do designs content like all of our posts like we do everything with so much love because i'm finally in a place where i'm like i am that girl like i am bonita and i want women to just know that you'll get there if you're not there you'll get there and then once you get there it's just there's no way other than continuing to go up you know how what how did you like we always have this question right because a lot of people are in a job and they have this idea and they want to just go Mm for it but they're too scared like how did you decide to leave your job and start your own thing on your own and start it wasn't overnight and i think that's what people some people think that success happens instantly everybody Mm -hmm. wants instant gratification Mm -hmm. um it took me a very long time i think i i worked retail fashion retail for 10 plus years i started running that is not an easy job and it's not an easy (laughs) job it's so demanding i mean they tell you you work 40 hours you're working 60 like it's it's demanding um i started my brand the development of bonita like five years ago so five years of managing like 50 hour weeks and Bonita wasn't easy, but right. I was so determined. Like I I was committed to making it work. So my days off was committed to the brand. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't take a break from from anything. You know, I was I was like, no, Bonita is going to work. Bonita is my life. And again, like I told you, I was the happiest doing it. So all the stress that you have from working retail. Yeah. Bonita was like my escape, you know, from all that was going on around me. So my days off were dedicated to it. My evenings were dedicated to it. Um, my weekends, like I've guaranteed had every Sunday off, I remember. So my Sundays was filled with work. Yeah. And I did that consistently for like three years. And and I was like, no, I, I have to make this work. I have to. So we were building all this momentum until... I remember the day that I went on maternity leave mm-hmm. and I loved the girls that I worked with. Like I loved my boss. They were amazing. But I told myself when I was driving home, I was like, that's it. Like, I'm not coming back. Wow. Okay. I'm so not you did that back. like when you. Yeah. And I was like, my baby deserves not that I wasn't having a good life and that, you know, fashion retail wasn't providing me with the things that I wanted. I was happy in the moment when I was clocked in. But I was like, my son deserves more. Like, I want him to not go through what I went through at such a young age with being insecure and, you know, kind of seeing like, okay, well, there really is no opportunities for like Latina brands because I was told that in fashion school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Latina brands have no relevance. Like Someone wow. told you that in school? Yeah. And I remember like my projects were always Latina streetwear. Always. Like I got my inspiration from old photos like of my, you know, my family. I got mm-hmm. inspiration from photos like in the 90s. And I was like, streetwear is a beautiful art. Like, that's where designers get their inspiration from. What do you yeah. mean there's no relevance? Yeah. So things like that. I, I, I didn't want my son to go through it. And I wanted him to see if my mom can do it, then 
I'm going to be able to do whatever I want to do if I put if I commit to it. So I remember driving home and I, I went home and I, I told Fredo, um, my fiance, I was like, I'm not going back to work. <laughs> and he was like. Okay. He's like, I see how much work you've been putting in. Um, And he's also an entrepreneur. I mean, he started his own company as well. So he told me, he was like, it's not an easy life. It's going to work is easy. You Mm -hmm. clock in, you clock out, Mm -hmm. you know what time you're going to eat. You know what time you're getting off. You know your day's off. This life, you don't know if you're going to make money this week. You don't know if you're going to, what time you're going to eat. Sometimes you don't even eat because you're so caught up in work. But he was like, "I, I believe in you. You know, I think that's all I needed was that's for somebody so to tell me that they believed in me mm-hmm. and like reassured my inner voice. And my inner voice was telling me you could do it, but you always need that extra push. And um, yeah, I remember everything happened from the minute like I was telling um, Bicia earlier, like when my son was born, I felt like all the momentum that we had worked on for the last three years, all the stars aligned the minute he was born like <laughs> my whole life just changed yeah. and i'm not it's such a funny story i remember when i was like going through labor i think my fiance was so nervous too that he just didn't know how to handle what was going on so he was like look look you're getting orders like the website is so busy and i was like just shut up like i'm in the worst pain right now like i don't even know what is going on like just stop and i remember like yeah thinking back on that moment and i was like oh my gosh like it was crazy so i literally felt like that literally set the tone for my motherhood until like till now yeah (laughs) like we have hit the ground running um but all of it came from just commitment and believing that it was going to work. I'm a really firm believer in the law of attraction. Right. So whatever you believe is going to happen is going to happen. You know, you want I was you know, I wanted success in my brand. So I would attract that. I would think about it every night. I remember working in the stores that I would manage. I treated them like my own because I was like, I'm going to be here one day. Like I'm going to have my own store. So I have to master like the art of customer service and the art of managing a a store, managing inventory, you know. So I felt like that's what also made me so successful in my job position Mm -hmm. to where the time went by faster for me. Yeah. So by the time. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like work. I I loved it. I enjoyed it. I love being around clothes. I love being around fashion. I love being around people. So, um. Yeah, like I said, I always pictured myself where I'm at now. That's and then, awesome. yeah, now in this moment, I'm picturing myself where I want to be in like five years, 10 years, because I'm a firm believer that it will happen through hard work and commitment. For sure. Well, you know, the other day I was I was in Mexico with my cousin. He mm-hmm. has a kid who's the same age as my as my child. And we were talking about this um, saying that people have in Mexico that says like, um, uh, los niños llegan con pan, right? Something like that. Llegan con, con pan. Torta bajo el brazo. Oh, con torta bajo el brazo. I don't know if you ever heard that phrase. No. It literally translates into like they have a torta with them. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it means kids come with blessing. Yes. Kids come with food. Kids comes with things, right? There's a saying. Los niños trae torta bajo el brazo. And we're like, and, and I think that comes with, it comes with the power of changing your life and perception mm-hmm. to where now, you can do so much in one day to where maybe what you do in one day with what you can achieve in one day after 
after your baby's born is maybe what could you could have achieved in like a month before yeah. your baby. You have this realization of like, there's so much time in the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I took control of my life, I think. For the first time in my life, I genuinely took control of my life when my son was born. And I remember coming home. Like, I was in the hospital for two days, I think. Two days recovery. And I came home and I was like, okay, like, I'm a mom. Like, I'm responsible <laughs> of this life. Um, so I was like, okay, well, he's taking a nap. So I was like, all right, I got to get to work. And On your third day? On my third day, Damn I was girl. like packaging orders and like sending them out. And my family, I mean, my grandma's so old school. So yeah, she was she like, so, so mad. You don't need to be in the bed. Yeah. Like you can't do anything. This is going to cause you health problems in the future. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm happy right now. Like this is, this is my thing. Like this is my habitat. I know I'm fine. I'm not in pain. I could do it. I'll take breaks if I have to. And I think that's just kind of sending, I, I was putting it out into the universe. Like. Thank you, universe. Like, I, you gave me what I wanted. Like, and I promise you I'm going to keep working. That's so good. You know? And I love I, your whoa. positivism. Yeah. And I, I, I just feel like I was like, no, the minute that I stopped working, I just have this. I don't know if it's like paranoia, but it also just keeps me going. I feel like if I stop working, my whole train is going to derail. Oh, girl. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I'm not happy when I'm not working. And I, I mean, I think I get that from my grandma. My grandma is such a hard worker. She's in her mid-70s, and she still works helping women her age get things done around the house. Wow. And we always tell my grandma, you don't have to work. Like, take a break. Enjoy life. And she's like, no, this is what keeps me young. Yeah. Like, every day, I, you know, I do wake up with a purpose just by loving you guys and having you guys around, but... I wake up and I have things to do, you know, and I feel like I get that from my grandma. So every day I wake up and I'm like, I don't know what I have to do today, but I know I have a lot of work. So I also feel like you get that sense of you're not only working, but you're working with a purpose, which is a huge mm -hmm. difference. And I think because a lot of people work hard. A yeah. lot of people work hard and a lot of people do a lot of things. People just become these doers, right? Yeah, they do. They do. Like I, I like to do things, but if you do things without a mission, if you do things without a purpose, you're just draining your energy. Yeah. And if you do things with a purpose, with a clear vision of where you're going, you're not draining energy, you're fueling your life. Mm -hmm. So I, when, I, when I hear you talk and when I see your eyes lit light up, when you talk about your brand, when I hear you and see you, I have no doubt in my mind that your brand is going to be, going to be, beyond successful more than you can imagine oh thank you like, so much like i totally much. see it <laughs> what i want to talk to you about right now is sort of this thing this thing called motherhood in between yeah. you're being you're an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah you have an eight nine month old so when you told me that and i was like number one and well how do you look like this <laughs> for real when you have a nine month old ten month old this is just for today girl oh. <laughs> ten months ten months ten months yeah it doesn't matter if it's just for today the fact that you are able to <laughs> rock that wing liner and eyeshadow the and nails. foundation yeah. and i know i know all you have on today yeah from a ten month old and i know how we all all of the mommies and sisters listening understand what it's like to be in that funk of the first year right mm -hmm. that first year funk is real like it's you're oh, in the hole yeah your son i mean your your kid how do you have a routine do you, is it just like whenever he naps how do you deal with your day as an entrepreneur yeah. and an online retail business 
and having a 10 month old at home my days are crazy <laughs> i i i mean they used to tell me sleep when the baby sleeps and i was like okay like that's not gonna happen for me you know so um i work when my son falls asleep at night and from i was a blessing from god but when he was two months he started to sleep through the night oh wow. gosh yes god <laughs> you will that one too yes like he and it wasn't for a lot i mean it was like five hours two right. months right but that was five oh. hours of amazing like yeah. work time for me and then it I went to know, six <laughs> yeah when you were two month old sees for five hours that seems like you're sleeping in it's an eternity yeah, yeah. yeah. so i i work when my son sleeps so he got into a schedule now where he goes to sleep the latest he's out is 10 p.m and I work from 10 p.m. to like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes, getting things done, answering emails, editing photos, um, packaging, figuring out when the next shoot is, just organizing my life. Um, before I go to sleep, I have to have the next day planned. And this isn't an ad, but... I swear, when I got the iPhone 7 Plus, <laughs> my entire life also mm -hmm. just changed. <laughs> like, Tell us. Yeah. All my Job content knowledge. is shot on my iPhone. So when I'm on my way back home from the photo shoots, I'm sitting in the back seat. Thank God my fiance is like ride or die. So he takes me to the shoots and um, I'm sitting in the back seat editing photos. By the time I get home, they're all done, uploaded on the website because I know I have to work that way. Because by the time I get home from like 11 to like 7 p.m., I'm not doing anything but taking care of my son. Mm -hmm. And if he gives me an opportunity to check an email and respond to it, then I take it. But I've just learned to not overwhelm myself because in the beginning, um, like his maybe like the first month of motherhood, it was I feel like I had postpartum anxiety. <laughs> like I just... I was so overwhelmed with everything. And mm -hmm. I learned to not stress over things that I can't control. Right. I can't control my baby spitting up. And at mm -hmm. first I was like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with him. Like he's throwing up. I don't know what to do. And it was normal. So those are the things that I just kind of learned to let go. Like, yeah. you know what? Aiden is not going to take a nap today. So I'm not going to stress out. <laughs> he's not going to take a nap. And... <laughs> It is what it is. I'll work when I can. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think that's the the positivity that I keep with him um, and just kind of balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship. That's the hardest thing. I mean, that's great that you did that. Like, can you give moms any, because I think that's the hardest thing to do, like just to be, just to let things be, you know, yeah. it's so hard and more like you're a first time mom. It's the first year. You're so young. You don't really know what's going to happen. You don't really know what's coming. I think there's a lot of anxiety on the moms because I remember when I had my first baby and my brother, I never forget. He's like, oh, all you got to do is just keep it alive now. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> You're so I gotta right. Keep it. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and it was so it was those few words that were like he, he didn't really I mean, he doesn't even remember maybe. But yeah, like, they got stuck in my mm -hmm. head. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to be so vigilant. I have to like, be, you know, like it was just. Yeah. It just made me crazy. And it's so hard to let go of the little things because like, when it's your first time. Yeah. You worry about everything. So like what did you do like any meditation or like what what do you do? Affirmations? What do you do? Um I remember the way that I would deal with it was having some time to myself. Like 
even five minutes. And honestly, like it's probably TMI, but my alone five minute meditation time was when I would go to the bathroom because that's when (laughs) nobody bugs me. But I would take that opportunity to just be like, okay, everything is going to be fine. Um, Whatever works for me being a mom is what's going to work. Yeah. Um, being a first-time mom leading up to it, I, I was scared um, because people in my family, people around friends, coworkers were like, oh, my God, you're going to be a mom? And I was like, <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? And they're like, well, you work so much. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Like, my baby is going to be part of my life. Like, he's going to yeah. fit into my life. And people were like, okay, you know, You'll see. But um, one thing that I learned was to just learn to laugh things off, too, as they mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Like, learn to laugh. Like, once you figure out what's what's going on with your baby, your baby is yours, right? You're going to get to know your baby once they are born. All the preparation that you try to do before is probably not going to work when the baby is there. I would read books. I would read blogs. Um, I would go to people that I knew had kids for advice. And they almost, in a sense, told me the same thing. They were like, girl, once the baby is here, you'll figure it out. And whatever works, just keep going. Like, keep with that. Because every baby is so different. Yeah. We're all different. So just take it day by day. Because what worked for me isn't gonna isn't gonna work for you yeah so i think that is my biggest tip is just get to allow yourself to get to know your baby um and get to know your new life yeah and how to manage it because in the beginning i did kind of feel like oh my like the first two weeks were so hard for me because my baby would just cry with me (laughs) and then if my like when fredo my fiance would take him or my sister would take him he was so calm and I was like, my baby doesn't love me. <laughs> he he hates me. Like, and you know, one thing that I learned Maybe is baby cry of excitement. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. But babies feel. One thing that I've learned that my mm-hmm. grandma taught me is babies know when you're nervous. Yeah. Babies know when you're tense, when you're stressed. So mm-hmm. stop trying to dictate how his day is gonna go and what he's supposed to be doing at this very moment. If he's gonna cry, he's gonna cry. You know, you change his diaper. He's fed. He just wants to cry. Babies cry. So I learned to honestly just get to know my my new life and my baby. And then once I kind of just exhaled, I felt that like our connection was finally there. Yeah. You know? Um, so that would be my tip is just get to know your new life. You get to know your baby and just laugh it off. You'll get through it. Wise words from Rachel Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a break right now. And we'll be right back with our talk read segment brought to you by First Five California. We'll be right back. And we're back with our talk read sing segment brought to you by First Five California. Uh, Rachel, do, do, do you... Have any tips for moms on how to talk, read, and sing more to their kids? Do you practice that at home? Do you make that a priority in your life? Yeah. I'm not going to lie and say I've made it a priority consistently every day because life gets crazy. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I was pregnant, in the beginning, I wouldn't talk to my baby because I didn't know 
what it was to be pregnant yeah. <laughs> until towards the, you know, towards the end where I really started to feel him move. And anytime we were driving in the car, that's when my baby was kicking the most. So I would turn on my favorite music and I would just sing. Um, yeah. And that was that was how I got my singing in. Like that is normally just how I am on a daily basis. I sing in my car. And that's when I introduced, I guess, my baby to the first time to my singing voice. And um, when he was born, the only way that I would get like my bonding time was at night when I was putting my baby to sleep, trying to at least at like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, I would sing to him and we would always sing Cielito Lindo to him. Aww. And that was like the, the one song that he would fall asleep to and we would hum it or we would sing it. Either way, like he knew the melody yeah, and it would soothe him. So... To this day, my grandma, anybody who like holds him will start singing it. And now he's starting to harmonize back with us. And when he hears you starting to sing Cielito Lindo, he just turns around and looks at you. And he gives you a smile now. Like (laughs) almost saying like, yeah, mom, that's That's my song. That's my jam. Um, And reading recently, I started making an effort to go to Barnes and Nobles. Mm -hmm. And I take him with me. And I let him crawl in the aisles, like in the baby sections, the kid sections. And he just grabs books. And I notice that he's very attracted to colors. So he picks like the most colorful book that he finds. And he sits there and he plays with it. And, you know, I'll sit there with him on on the floor in like the middle of the aisle. And like I'll open the book to him and I'll read to him. And I'll be like, oh, look, this is a dog or this is the sun. And he doesn't focus for too long. Yeah. But he gets the point. And then he crawls and he gets another book. But I'll buy the ones that I feel like he had somewhat of a connection with. And then I take it home with me. And then when we're home, he identifies that book. So, Mm, yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. So we'll sit on the bed or we're on the floor in the living room. Whatever it is that we're doing. When I notice that I have some downtime, I started to remind myself, read to him. You know, he's bored. Instead of trying to just throw him in the playpen and throw him with toys, Mm -hmm. read to him. He needs attention. That's the way that I also give my baby attention is by having that quality time and stopping wherever we are in the house and getting a book and reading to him. Um, And that's how, you know, we we get our reading time in. And, you know, my niece also, she's always at my house. So she sees that, you know, I start reading to him and it's actually encouraging her now to, she'll go and she'll be like, oh, let's read to Aiden. And (laughs) he's obsessed with my niece. Like he Mm. loves her. So it's even cooler when Kylie sits with him and reads a book. But, that's how I made it a priority to That's just find. That's your baby find... right there. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. So like now I've just made it a priority. Anytime I have that one moment where I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with you? I'm like, let's grab a book. And we read. That's, That's amazing. Great. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. That's a great tip. I'm going to do that. Parts and Nobles. Yeah. I will it's, like it. it's like a it's like a free library no yeah <laughs> uh, so more information about the talk reading campaign please visit firstlovecalifornia.com and also don't forget to share with us your yes because at talk the end of the month moments. we are gonna gather all the tips that you guys and we're gonna share them in our newsletter so if you wanna get in there share it with us hashtag talk reading tag us super mamas and tag first five uh, we'll be right back. We're super mad. Take our team. And we're back. 
with uh, one of my favorite segments, the Super Mutt Picker Tip of the Week. With things we either bought and we absolutely love and would rebuy again, or things we've been doing and have worked with us for a very long time that we think you guys should do too. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, but before that, I wanted to ask you one question, Rachel. Yeah. Because I think a lot of entrepreneur moms are listening or moms who are doing businesses. And I, I, and I was just thinking like, I'm going to ask her this. What was the last, because I know there's a lot of, uh, when you have a business, there are always roadblocks, right? There's mm -hmm. always things you have to overcome. There's problems. A new problem comes every day. But what was one last major problem that you encountered that you thought was going to be like it and then like you came out stronger? Um, I would say the last thing that I encountered and probably still encounter it to this day is honestly time, managing my time um, and having a peace of mind that I'm giving my son enough of me. Mm -hmm. um, and I just remember we had to, okay, so in the beginning of the year, we had to launch a brand new website. Because my old website just wasn't cutting it anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my store. This is my bread and butter. What do you mean I have to do a new website? I have like a two-month-old. And I do everything by myself. Like right now, my company is literally just me, my fiance. And recently, my sister jumped on board. And she's now part of my team. And, and your baby. And my baby. Yeah. <laughs> and my baby. So that's our Bonita squad right there. But... um. I just didn't know how I was going to launch a website, get orders out, um, manage my social media, um, still keep up like with, you know, I feel like people, not everybody, but I feel like most people get so bored so quick. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that in retail, you have to keep coming out with new content and content is golden mm -hmm. in my opinion. So I was like, how am I going to do All of this, like, I'm behind on orders. Like, I'm customers are getting mad. Like, I'm I'm already creating like a really bad reputation for my business. But, um, like I said, I you you learn to just breathe and be like, you know what? I can't. It's seven o'clock p.m. right now. Why am I worrying about getting an order out right now? The post office doesn't come till tomorrow. Spend time with your son. Get down to the root of the problem, which to me was being backed up on orders. Because we got like, you know, that was just January for some reason was a very busy month for us. Mm -hmm. um, get to the root of the problem. What's causing you the most stress? Okay, my orders. I got to figure out a new system because the system that I had isn't working anymore. So that was my way of learning that don't be afraid to change things. Right. You know, if something is not working, it's not working because it doesn't mean that you need to get rid of it. It just means you have to update, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. find a new way. You'll find a new way. It might take you... A day, it might take you a week, but you're going to find a new way to get things done. But you just have to think, you know, tell yourself it's going to be okay. The show is going to go on. It's not going to be perfect today, but every day is a new day. Tomorrow will be perfect. <laughs> And if tomorrow's not perfect, okay, that's fine. Like, it's a learning process. When you become an entrepreneur, you never stop learning. And you yeah. don't live an easy life. It's not perfect. Every day is learning. So don't be afraid to learn. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know you have a great website and your orders are out in time. Yep. Here There we you are. Go. See? <laughs> Worked out for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our Superma Picker Tip of the Week. Um, do you have a tip or a pick for us, Rachel? Yeah. I have a tip. 
um, and this is just a personal thing that I went through, is don't believe everything you see on social media. <laughs> I remember. We should not. We cannot hear that enough. Yes. I remember being on Pinterest all day. Oh, Pinterest. Before, you know, before um, Aiden was born and then even after he was born, I obsess over Pinterest. You know, everybody's so perfect on Pinterest. <laughs> So I started to create almost like a false reality for myself as a mom. Like, this is how it's going to be. Like, we're going to take these cool pictures everywhere we go, you oh, know. white sheets. Yes. Aiden is going to be like the best dressed baby. And that's something I would tell my family is, oh, only buy him like neutral colors. And they're like, <laughs> girl, you want to put him in prints because he's going to throw up in the car and prints camouflage any stain. And at first I was like, oh, God, prints, what? But um, yeah, that's one thing is don't. Don't build a false reality for yourself mm -hmm. through what you see on social media. Because sometimes I feel like I find myself making motherhood look so easy that I want to start uploading some of my crazy days <laughs> that I go through with my son because people will tell me, oh my God, you make it look so easy. That's and to me, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm doing you like, a, you know, like a disservice. A, a disservice. disservice. I know, like, I know. Let me tell you what really happened today. <laughs> Aiden threw up twice. Like he threw a tantrum in the car. He hates the car seat. Like so. I mean, yeah. I feel like we just we get so lost in thinking that everything is supposed to be picture perfect. That's true. But that's not what motherhood is. Motherhood is just you. You have those moments. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You have those beautiful, beautiful moments with your babies. But I think that all comes down to just love. Mm -hmm. You know, you love your family so much that those are the moments that matter, not the Instagram posts. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I stay know. away. Amen. If, if Amen. You, yes. Amen. If you find yourself thinking it's, you know, you're supposed to live your life the way somebody else is living, just log off Instagram <laughs> log off. for a while. <laughs> I always remind myself they take shits too. So we're all the <laughs> yeah. same. That's how I picture people. I'm always like, I always, when I look at J-Lo and I'm like, she takes shits too, though. Yeah. <laughs> She's not perfect. We all poop. We fart. Yeah. We I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no. We're <laughs> human beings. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so my, um, so my pick is going to be, it was going to be something, but then I changed it real quick when I was listening to you. I am re-listening. I think I already spoke about it before, but I... Every all the sisters who are longtime listeners know that we are big fans of Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. and I'm currently re-listening to his Time of Your Life program. is a package that you can get a CD package. They still sell CDs for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's a ten day program, um, an hour a day. You listen, and it's about time management of sorts, but it makes you really focus on your mission. Mm -hmm. It makes you realize that, for example, you say you don't have time, right? But when you're with your kid, what's your purpose with your child? Like, mm -hmm. what do you ultimately want your child to to know, right? Yeah. And it's like, I ultimately just want my child to feel loved. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So then when you're with him, just show him love. Mm -hmm. Even if you're with him for 20 minutes. If those 20 minutes you are showing him love and everything you're doing is to fulfill that purpose then you will be fulfilled mm -hmm. with your with your partner. What is your ultimate like what is your ultimate purpose with your partner? For him to feel like he's your partner, for him to feel loved, for him to feel passion. Then every time that you see him, show him that. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your ultimate purpose with your business? 
I want it to be this, this, this. Then, then don't get so caught up in to do things like to dos and、mm-hmm. I have to do this, this, and this. No, focus on actions that are going to make a huge difference. He talks about how. There are these power minutes, and when you realize that you, so much you can do in one minute, you can change your life in one minute. It takes one minute to say no, one second to say no. It takes a minute to say I do, or that's it, or it takes one minute to change your life. So I, I think for us moms,、um, and not even just for entrepreneurs, I think it's for anyone that has a career or is a mom. Invest ten days of your life listening to this program. I'm re-listening to it. I think you can never stop learning. But it really, for me, the first time I heard it was a game changer. And、um, sometimes we all get overwhelmed with life, and we have to be reminded of why, why are, why are we doing it? You know.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important.、Um, and there, one last thing that I learned from them that I'm that I reminded me right now was you need to ask yourself three questions. What do I want? Why do I want it? And how am I going to get it? And you just need to repeat these those three questions over and over again in your in your brain. Like instead of asking yourself, "Why does she have that and I don't?" or "Why is her life so perfect and why is mine isn't?" or "Why can my kid do this?" or "Why?" Like stop asking that those questions. Just ask yourself, "What do I want?" How do I get it? No, what? What do I want? Why do I want it? And how do I get it?、Mm-hmm. So that was beautiful, <laughs> my homie Tony. Not homie me. Tony. Not、yeah. my words, Tony's <laughs> <laughs> or Anthony, as I like to call him. <laughs> well,、uh, my tip is、uh, something that I have been doing with my kids to spend more quality time with them. My when I. You know, recently this summer, I was like, I need to figure out a way to like really have fun with them. You know, enjoy them, and、um, I noticed that both of them, when they were at school, they would love to put on like all these like you know dress up at school, and then they would ha- they would feel sad when they left when they left it behind. And I realized that I, we had a lot of things、um, at home to play dress up. But they were like in a box, and I was like,、mm-hmm. "They're never gonna see it in a box." So I went on Pinterest, <laughs> and I started looking like you know play you know play pretend play areas or whatever. And I went to IKEA and I picked up just like a few things that it wasn't even. It, it was like a, a spice, a rack spice, spice rack.、Mm-hmm. And I turned it around and I bought some hangers and I put out all their pretend play stuff in a corner of the room. And it was amazing. Like the next day when they got it, they they get so excited. They I mean, they change clothes like ten times a day. And you know, one time you know, one minute she's a princess, the next minute she's a pirate, the next minute is this. But I see the difference in even between them interacting and them just being themselves and playing and imagining. Like I think it's like, imaginative play is very important. So bringing those things and I put a little mirror on their level. So they could see what they look like and everything. They have so much fun. Like they go in the room and like they come out with like, you know, like a princess dress and like rain boots、mm-hmm. and like glasses. And then they what come is it、back. with kids and rain boots? I don't know. They love rain boots. <laughs> they really do. And whatever I find around the house that it's like 
you know, like a little bracelet or I just put it in that area and they love doing that. So yeah. I think like for toddlers, preschoolers, you know, my, my daughter's in five and she still loves, like mm-hmm. she has a friend over. They all like dress up and change and they have a really good time. Like I've, I've seen, I've seen that like just their, their imaginary play has increased a lot. So if you have, and we didn't really have to buy any clothes. You know, when you go to a party, they give you like, glasses or a hat or just plastic things those are mm-hmm. the things that i have there and it was it made a huge difference and and i go and get, I get to play with them so it was it was a good it, it's been a good um investment of my time to create that area for us to like have a good time together so that's my tip awesome that's awesome well thanks so much rachel for being here You're so inspiring it was um, fun where can mommies uh find you your business um, Instagram, IG is Viva La Bonita and our shop is VivaLaBonita.com. You awesome. guys should really check out yes. our stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and we'll be posting a lot of Instagram. Follow uh, my sister at... I am Paulina Lopez. And me is just am, am. No, I'm just at I... No, I'm not at I. <laughs> I'm just at Bricia Lopez. And follow both of us and our Supremas. At uh, underscore Supermamas on Instagram and Twitter, Supermamas Podcast on Facebook, and Supermamas.LA on the web. We will see you guys next week. Supermamas! Supermamas!